Hi there, my name is Emma Edelman, and you're listening to Tangible Grace, my story of hope. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tangible Grace. I'm so grateful that you are here today tuning in. I hope and pray that your week is going well. Uh, Today is the 24th of June. We are officially in summer, and we are definitely feeling that here in the South. (laughs) I don't know where you're tuning in from, but in Atlanta, it has been hot these past couple days. Um, Lots of humidity, especially with some passing storms. So we definitely are feeling the summer. I'm okay with that, although I... I particularly like the cold myself, but that's okay. I can go either way. (laughs) Um, For me, I'm just staying busy. Uh, We're busy at work with lots of exciting projects and things going on, Uh, planning and um, working through the future, Uh, just trying to see what that looks like as far as reopening and the fall and things like that. So uh, I'm also busy in school and uh, I'm enjoying the class I'm taking. Currently, I'm taking one class. I start another one this week. Um, but so far, there it's going well, and um, I think I'm learning some things. <laughs> so anyway, uh, today I want to talk about a scripture that is um, found in Ephesians, the fourth chapter. And um, I am going to actually start at, ch- at verse number 29 and go through 32. So Ephesians four twenty nine through 32. Um, I think you'll know where I'm going with this when you hear it, uh, but we'll talk about it after I read it. I'm reading from the NIV. It says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. (sighs) So, I don't know about you, and I know we've kind of, I've talked about this a little bit before too, but uh, it's just, it's incredible to me to see social media kind of implode, if you will, um, with people who have very strong opinions, which that's that's not a problem, um, but who refuse to try to understand someone else's opinion and instead almost or quite literally in some cases attack them verbally on social media. It's so disheartening. It's most disheartening when it's people of the church who you know are people of the church. A lot of them could be pastors or leaders in the church um, and any church, not, you know, it could be any church. And just seeing this kind of back and forth bickering and um, honestly nastiness, it's just really disheartening. Uh, The other day I was on a um, live panel. I was watching it with at least a hundred other people, um, many of my, whom are my friends, my peers, but some people that I didn't know as well from around the country. And 
it was a really good panel talking about racial injustice and the church and, you know, what we can do and uh, spe- specifically t- for our church, which is the Salvation Army, how we can come together as one and really, you know, lift up, um, you know, the black people people in our church and also those, you know, who we come in contact with outside of the church and what we can do to help um, and, you know, uh, just all of those kind of things. It was a really, really good panel. Very interesting. Uh, However, in the comments of the video that we were watching, there was a lot of going back and forth um, between a few people and... um, some people, you, you could tell that they were speaking with grace. They were speaking, you know, they were trying to understand. Others just weren't having it at all. Um, and, and for me, it was just such a struggle. It became such a distraction to see those comments and those arguments going on that, you know, my focus kept shifting away from what was actually happening on the screen, which, you know, was very important. Um and I think it is difficult. And I'm, you know, again, I say this all the time. We're human beings, right? We all have our opinions. We have our thoughts. We have, you know, we've all been raised differently in different ways. Um, and so it is a struggle sometimes to come to like a happy medium. But I feel like when the topic is in- incredibly clear, uh, you know, one way or the other, like what we should be doing. Um, like nobody wants to be racist. I, I can't believe that. If you're a Christian, I cannot believe that you want to be racist. Um, and so, you know, I feel like we should all be pressing towards that goal. And while, again, we have different opinions on how to get there, we should be lifting each other up and helping each other and not knocking each other down or breaking each other down. This scripture leads straight to that, right? Um, Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Like what you're saying, people are hearing and seeing and listening, even if people are not commenting or, you know, what have you, people are seeing what others are saying and it's, it's influencing them. Even, you know, they may not even realize it, but there is an influence there. And when you're a leader in a church, you have to be very, very mindful that, you know, you are representing Christ, whether you're a leader or not. If you're a Christian, you're, you should be representing Christ. And so you have to be careful about the words that you choose. And I'm not saying you have to tiptoe, and I'm not saying that, you know, you can't say what you really want to say. You can have your opinion, you can share your thoughts and what have you, but it needs to be done in the right way, if you will. It needs to be done in a compassionate, Christ-like way. Um, of course, there will always be arguments, but it's how you you know, move through those arguments and then how you recover from them together with the person you're arguing with that really shows, you know, how strong I think your faith is and how how much you're allowing God to lead you. Uh, verse 31 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, and, and along with any form of malice. Of course, same thing, right? God doesn't want us to be this way. He doesn't want us to be bitter and angry and, you know, just lashing out at one another. He wants us to help each other no matter what the topic is. He wants us to help each other and to hear each other. Um, 
And you know, he doesn't say in there, and also make sure you all you know have the same opinions and make sure you all believe exactly the same things. That's not what he's saying. He's just saying that there's a way to approach these subjects and these very, very important topics um, and not be, you know, so bitter and angry. So then in the last verse, verse 32, it literally just lays out what he wants us to do. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other just as in Christ God forgave you. There will be times when someone hurts your feelings, right? If you're an adult and that hasn't happened, wow, like that's incredible. I've had my feelings hurt many times. The vast majority of the time, it's very unintentional. It's just how I took something, how I heard it. Um, But it's about rising above that and learning to forgive because maybe, again, they didn't intend it to come out that way. Um, And even if they did, We should still be forgiving each other. Look at what Jesus did for us, the ultimate price that he paid to forgive us from all of our sins, like us forgiving someone else from saying something, you know, hurtful or from, you know, having an argument because we don't believe the same things or, you know, completely or whatever that looks like. Us forgiving that person is just tiny in comparison to what Christ did for us. And as Christians, we should be able to do that without without even a hesitation. Um, it's not easy, of course, but that's what God's commanded us to do. Um, we should always be kind and compassionate. And yes, that is so hard. And I think when it's absolutely the hardest is in our own minds, because we may not even say some of the things that we're thinking or feeling, but it's in our heads and God sees that. And that's not good. We have to, you know, learn how to show compassion and kindness to everyone in thought, word, and deed. And the other way that that happens is, as we've said, through social media. I feel like a lot of people will say anything because they're typing it on a, on a computer or on a phone. And there, some of those things that they would say through that medium, they would never say to someone's face. And we should not be using social media as as that buffer, as that shield, if you will. Um, If anything, social media should be the reverse. Like, there are so many people who are watching and seeing what we're doing um, that we should be using that to show our, our love for Christ and to show how much we care about each other. And, you know, that we can get along as Christians and not necessarily have the exact same opinions. So it is a very difficult uh, thing to have to to kind of navigate because, again, we're human. And I say that all the time, but it, it is true, right? We're human beings. Um, we're going to have all these flaws and sins and all of that. But if we are, you know, strengthening our relationship daily with Christ, if we're in His Word, if we're meeting Him, you know, in prayer, uh, in worship, whatever that looks like, then He is going to continue to help us. We have to ask Him, of course, 
uh, and that's all he's ever said is just ask me, and I'll, I'm going to help you. I'm going. I'm right there. Like, I'm, it's a, that's a no brainer. Um, but we just have to like lean on him and his strength to be able to overcome these human tendencies, so that we can be kinder and more compassionate, and really consider what we're saying before we type it in a blog or in a comment or whatever that looks like. So, anyway. That just really spoke to me today. Um, I hope it does to you a little bit too. Uh, it's just, it's a difficult thing. And I feel like I spoke to someone the other day. Um, we had a really long conversation via text message, but um, about how um, this situation has kind of evolved with, um, you know, people finally realizing how you know, how big a deal racism still is. And it, and I was speaking, he was a black man who I was talking to. And, you know, I said, honestly, if the world hadn't stopped for COVID, I just have to wonder, would we be so united right now? I mean, obviously we would have been devastated and horrified over what happened to George Floyd and others. Um, but would we have seen the same reaction and action that we're seeing. And he said, absolutely not. You know, we don't want to ever assume that God gave us COVID. Like, that's not a thing. But what I believe God has done is that he's used this time to really unite us, and honestly, not just America, but the world. Um, you know, you look around the world at the protests that are happening, too, in other countries, um, you know, to, to support America, but also because of the racism that exists in their own countries. Um, and, you know, it's just one of those things that if we hadn't have all paused for, you know, a couple of months and really been focused and on the same kind of path, every single one of us, then maybe this wouldn't have gotten quite the reaction and support that it is getting. And so, I, you know, I hate COVID and I hate it for anyone that has it, but I am grateful that we did have this time to kind of unify. And of course, there are still going to be people that are not united, but just to see like the protests continuing and, and action is being taken, not enough, but some is being taken. If we had still been going about our normal lives, you know, and busyness and vacations and, you know, whatever, I don't think we would have seen quite the same reaction and support that we've seen. So, um, I think it's a blessing if that's possible that we've had this time, and I just pray that moving forward, this, you know, really becomes uh, something that's, well, it doesn't become, it's already there, but something that stays in the forefront of all of our minds, and that we all do our parts, regardless of the color of our skin, that we all do whatever needs to happen to really, um, you know, just banish racism forever as much as we possibly can. You know, it's, it's like people say, it'll never be gone completely, but man, it could be so much better, so much better. So let's strive for that. Let's strive to be the best that we can be. And let's do it as Christians, right? Let's do it with God's leading and God's strength and God's guidance. Um, and let's do it with compassion and kindness. Uh, and just, you know, be open to other people's thoughts and opinions and uh so that they could also be open to ours. 
yeah. It's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> so I will say one more thing. On Friday, um, uh, we got to participate, and I say we as in our church. Some of the um, staff and a, and a couple of other people got to participate in something called the One Race March on Atlanta. One Race is an organization that's made up of uh, lots and lots of churches throughout Atlanta. And we joined with them and did this um made a whole day out of it. Uh, I um, had speaker. They had speakers like Lecrae and others um, there at Centennial Olympic Park, and then they did a march to the Capitol, um, a peaceful march, and then had a time of prayer, and then marched back again, and you know had music and things like this. Um, and I I was only able to be there in the morning for the setup, but I got to see and hear pictures and stories of what was happening throughout the day. And I mean, it, it's just that kind of thing just really lifts up, you know, how important it is that we let God guide us and that we let God unify us. Um, that's all he wants. He wants his children to just be one and to love each other and care about each other. And that was a prime example of how we can do that. Um, and so to see all these churches come together, all these different faiths come together and, you know, really worship God and, um, you know, just pray to Him and ask Him to help us as we move forward in this city, especially, was was very special. So I pray that those kind of things continue. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be on that scale, but I just, that's my greatest fear is that, you know, in a few weeks, uh, COVID will be back worse than it is, or, you know, something else will happen and, and this will all kind of get pushed aside and that can't happen anymore. It can't. And so I hope that you will join me in doing your part, whatever that looks like. Um, and there's lots of resources out there if you're not sure, well, how, what am I supposed to do? Well, jump on Google and ask Google because trust me, there is tons of stuff that we can do to start helping and um, supporting our black brothers and sisters and other minorities. So anyway, I think I've talked a lot today. <laughs> Sorry about that. But um, I am going to pray for you guys and then we'll wrap it up for today. Father God, wow. You know, the scripture that we read is just a reminder of just the people that you want us to be. You want us to be compassionate, kind, loving. You want us to forgive each other. And Lord, sometimes that's hard. Even as Christians, that's hard. When we feel like people are attacking us or when, you know, they don't believe the same things we believe or, you know, we don't see eye to eye. Lord, it's hard sometimes to love that person. But God, you've asked us to do that. And you know, that's such a small thing in comparison with everything that you've done for us. And so, Lord, I just pray that everyone that's listening today will take that time to just, you know, truly, um, just truly think about ways that they can not only support and encourage their black brothers and sisters, but also to be Christian examples with their peers on social media and other platforms, Lord, that that you will just guide us in our words. Um, help us not to jump to anger and frustration and nastiness, but to just, again, be compassionate and empathetic and just, you know, support each other and lift each other up, Lord. Um, that's what we need. And it has to start with us at that level so that we can do even more, you know, bigger and powerful things through you, Lord. 
We're not going to get anywhere if the church is bickering with each other. And so uh, I just ask for that, Lord, tonight for or today for um, for every for everyone that's listening, Lord. I thank you for all that you've given us, and uh, I pray that you will be with us all throughout the rest of this week. I ask all these things in your precious Son's name. Amen. Well, thanks again for tuning in today, and I look forward to hanging out with you next week. Take care. Wash your hands. (laughs) Just want to give a shout out to Marty Michaels, who provided our intro and outro music for us for each episode. Check him out at martymichaels.com. That's Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, Michaels, M-I-K-L-E-S.com. He is a, a dear friend and a phenomenal musician, and you should definitely check out his work. Uh, so thanks, Marty, for providing the music for us.